Welcome, Bezrat Hashem, to the last, but not the least, Perek of Rachos, Perek 9, page Nundalet, 54a. So what the Gemara is doing in this chapter, just like in the previous one, he's going to bring all the Mishnayos teachings, even though, in a way, he's going to go to different topics, in one single Mishnah, concentrated in this page. And then after we finish that Mishnah, Bezrat Hashem, we have 10 pages of Gemara, elaborating on the different topics of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah opens with Prochot Leshevach, praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Makom, if somebody sees a place, Shenasu Nisim Israel, that miracles happen to the Jewish people, Omer Baruch Shasanisim Laboiseinu Vamokom If you remember putting Hanukkah, Shasanisim Laboiseinu What do you say? <laughs> on those days, in, in this time of the year. Over here is a similar idea, but it's in this place. The Gemara, today at the beginning of the Gemara, is going to bring nine places historically where miracles happened to the Jewish people. Then, second halacha, Makom Shenekamimenu Akum, a place in the land of Israel that there used to be idolatry and it was uprooted. A person says, Omer Baruch Shakar Akum Me'artzenu. Blessed is the one that uprooted idolatry from our land. Look in the footnote that most of the Rishonim hold in all these different brachot that the Gemara is going to be bringing. The Gemara doesn't say, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, but that's definitely the intent. It's just to say a proper bracha one each one of these situations. Al Azikin. What Azikin? One thing they are not, they are not this skin, they are zikin. The Gemara is going to bring a couple of opinions where the zikin. Veal a zavot. Zavot is earthquakes. There's going to be a beautiful, very interesting Gemara, a little bit of a Kabbalistic explanation, what is the meaning of, on, of a earthquake. Veal a reemim, thunders. Veal a ruchois, winds. Probably this is like a, a tornadoes. Veal a brakim, and lightnings. Omer baru leolam. That blessed be Hashem, Kohokvurazo, that it means Hashem's strength and power and might fill the world. Why? Because these things, they are like uh, when, you, when you hear a thunder you, you, or, or you see a lightning, you can see it from far away, and also the sound is like all over the place. The Gemara is going to add later on, as we all know, that also on lightning, you see the bracha. Uh, the mission is going to bring soon. Al Eorim, if you see any impressive mountains, Valakvawis, and also impressive, impressive hills, I heard, having been there, a place called the Window of God. Have you been there? Is it impressive? Perfect. So, something like that, you say the following bracha, Veal Ayamim, and on also impressive seas, Valaknaros, or impressive rivers. The four rivers mentioned in Ganeiden, Euphrates, the Tigris, the Nile River, and the Ganges? Ganges. Or any other impressive river, the Amazon, any impressive river. Probably, probably I'm sure if you go to Victoria Cataract, you also say this bracha. The Alamidbaro is if you go to impressive the deserts, uh, wilderness, Omer Baruch Hosema Sebrechis. You have to add the word Maiz over here. Blessed is the one that uh, makes the work of creation. 
Now, eh, over here, uh, we're going to see some Rabbi Doimer. So Rabbi Da holds, if you see the great sea, if you see in the footnotes, there's many opinions what according to Rabbi Yudah is the great sea among, among, uh, uh, among the Rishonim. Many hold is the Mediterranean Sea, some hold is the ocean, and according to him, do you say, Shasa is a Yamagadol, no which is a general thing. But remember, Rabbi Yudah, when it came to foods, vegetables, he is very specific. You have to be the more precise that you can. So according to him, whether it's the Mediterranean, according to some region, or, or is the ocean, you say, Shasa Sayyam Agadol, Hashem created the great sea, who made the great sea. <coughs> now, but says Rabbi Yudah, Bisman She'oreu Lefrakim. You don't say every time you see the sea or any of the previous ones, you don't say it every time you see it, you, you say the bracha. So all in intervals. So the, the Rishonim brings, what are the intervals? 30 days. Why? Because this bracha is of your, like you, you get, you sit and say, wow, you're impressed. So if you already said once, let's say you go to, to door, uh, you go to Cape Town, you go to, to, to any other beach, so when you see initially the beach, you get that impression. You see the sea, you see the rock over the sea. But then you get used to it. Then for 30 days, you don't see it anymore. And again, you see it once, then again, it renews the experience of amaz amazing. When it comes to thunders and lightning, you only say it once a day, unless when it was raining, then the sky completely cleared. And if it's comple completely cleared, <coughs> then a, a, new, a new lightning, then you say it again, because it's like a new storm. A new earthquake. <laughs> if you experience a earthquake, you say it. It happened to me already twice. In Tisha B'Av, earthquakes. Once in Mexico, once here in South Africa. In Tisha B'Av, interesting. Oh, On Tisha B'Av. So a new earthquake, you would say the because look in the footnotes, those are new events. But in, when you see the sea, it's the same sea, you only every 30 days. Alakshomim, okay, we, we finished the, these brachos over amazing stuff. Now we're going to move on to a new type of, of uh, praises on good things. Alakshomim, Balabesoros, Toibos, when rain, especially in the land of Israel, at the beginning of the season of the rain, Balabesoros, Toibos, or any good news, you won the lottery. Or, or uh, you have a child, a girl, Amara Baruch Hatovia Meitil. Blesses Hashem, that is good, and He bestows good. But Loaleino, Besoros, always, somebody, some different Girsaos, instead of Besoros, says, Shmois Raos. Why? Because look in the fund of the beautiful Allah in the name of the Vina Gaon, a person shouldn't be spreading bad news. So a good news is a Besoira. Besoira means everybody is broadcasting the good news. Bad things is a shmua. Hardly anybody wants to say about it. You, you happen to, to hear it. Amer Baruch Dayanemes, as we all know, uh, the true judge. Now, a siman for this Amun, for this page, uh, 54, Dayan, the Dalet and the Nun. So that's when the Gemara introduces the brach of Dayan Hoemes. I think it's a good way to remember it. Okay, another good thing that might happen to you. Banabais Hadash, you build 
uh, a new house, or even if you bought it, it doesn't have to be, you, you have to build it. If you buy a new house, the kana kelim chadoshim. Kelim literally would mean clothes. You buy new clothes. Now, it has to be chashu clothes. No, like okay, you buy a t-shirt, you buy even a white shirt, but you buy, uh, uh, you make up you, for yourself a, a suit or something that is really of importance. Uh, not only we say it in Yamin Tobim, but also things like this, Shechianu Vekimanu Vekianu, that we live and we are being uh, enduring and we reach this special moment. Some add, look in the footnotes like Namoshe um, Feinstein, you buy a new car. And it doesn't have to be new also, it could be a second hand, you're happy with it. Things like that, they're very meaningful, you say Shechianu. Maybe a new phone, <laughs> I should have said Shechianu on this one, okay. Okay, continues the Mishnah. Uh, some take out the word al atova because what the Mishnah means over here, and the Gemara is going to explain it, that sometimes there are bad things, but might seem to be, or might end up, might be a potential, or the semblance of a good thing. So, uh, so main main So the Gemara is going to explain. You say the blessing over what it initially feels. If initially feels bad, the Gemara is going to explain it in examples. If initially it feels like a calamity, even though later on might be a good thing, you say Dianaemus. Velatova. And if now now it feels good, <laughs> even though you're going to get a stomachache later on. You say, Okay, we ended up with uh, blessings to Hashem. Now the Mishnah moves into a different topic, which is, why would we consider a wrong tefillah? Why? Just like a bracha, you make a bracha for what happened and not for what is going to happen. So when it comes to tefillah, is the other way around. You should have it for the future, but once something already happened, it would be a brach levatala, or tefillah levatala, but to say to them to Hashem, oh, this, that already happened, but let not be. So the, the Mishnah brings examples. Atzoika shavar, are tefillah shav, whoever shouts out, cries, davens for the past, it's, it's already, it's tefillah shava, it, 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 it's a worthless tefillah. As an example, I say Shtomi Uberes, your wife was already pregnant. Let it be for this uh, embryo to be a male. This is already a worthless thriller because it won't change the, the sex. The Gemara brings up to 40 days. You can dive in for that. But after 40 days of the pregnancy, it's already been fixed the gender. So only like the Hilea Imenu, the Midrash says, she really was pregnant with a boy and she died and it became Lea. She didn't want to take one of the kids of Rachel. But uh, we're not in the Madrig of Lea, so you shouldn't do that. That's the 40 days of the pregnancy. Baba Derech, a second example brings the Mishnah. You came back from a trip. Shema called Tzavchavair. And you hear shouting. You hear that tragedy happened in the city, but it already happened. Hashem, let it be with your will. It's not in my house. 
is, is a wordless thriller because it already happened. So look in the footnotes. They say, well, you can die in Hashem. Let every, everybody get okay or get out of there, which means something that can still can happen. But to go retroactively, that Hashem should make a miracle that wasn't in your house, that is already nonsense. <clears throat> okay. What you should do is, if you're entering a city that is dangerous, Mispalestine. So you should say two thrillers. One as you go, go in, uh, one as you go out. So as you go in, you daven that Hashem should protect you, that everything should go okay as you go into the city. Rashi brings what would be the danger. Nisim just told me a few days ago, a friend of him, that he was in China. And he was caught by the police on a false accuse that he was doing some uh, illegal importation, something like that, and he was put in jail for two weeks, and there was, he miraculously was able to, to get out of there. So Rashi brings, what is a dangerous place when the govern, government is corrupt and they might be looking at some false accusations to get something out of you? So that's an example. So you dive into Hashem, Hashem, please let him, let, let him go into this place, Le Shalom. And when you go out, Hashem, please let me get out of here in Le Shalom with peace. Benaza say, be more, even more specific, split into four. Two in the way in, two in the way out. You thank Hashem that you, you went out of here in peace. And then you dive and uh, please let me get, get out of here in peace or in the process. So before the process, you dive and you should be okay. And after the process, you thank Hashem that it went okay. Another concept, a famous one. A person has to thank for by bad things that happened to him. And the Gemara is going to explain what a mission means. Besimcha. Even when you have to say, Baruch Dayan Emes. But the inner simcha that we have a God, you know, I think if you don't believe in God, the person should be completely depressed, that there's no reason why things happen. But since we believe in God, we know he's almighty. So even when, when, when bad things happen, there has to be an inner simcha when we say Baruch Day and Emes, but that we know that at the end everything is for the good. So just when you obviously on a good Besora, you said the bracha atov emeti with simcha. Says the Gemara, that's going to be the same attitude the Mishnah says over here when you say baruch dainemes. Now the Gemara is going to bring a proof for that, but initially the Gemara is going to explain first the pasuk and then he's going to go into the proof at this point. Shenemar v'ates Hashem olkecha deshma. You should you should love Hashem your God becholev avcha bechulei. So the Gemara is going to the Mishnah is going to explain every word of the Shema. Of, the, of this first sentence. You should love Hashem with all your heart. Now Rashi points out the word levavcha has an extra letter base. Should be, should be lev, should be levcha. What is levavcha? Why an extra letter base? With your two yetzers. That's why um, um, conceptually, and the Gemara is going to bring a pasuk from Koeles, we have two hearts, the good heart and the bad heart. So you have to love Hashem with both of them. Look in the footnotes, three different ways of explaining uh, 
how you serve Hashem with both of your yetzers. Let me just say one of them is probably the one, the, most, the one most common and used, that even things that would naturally go to the yetzerah, like physical things, eating, drinking, making money, whatever, if you use your physical drives, but also to do mitzvahs, so that is serving Hashem with your yetzerah. And what does it mean, love Hashem with all your soul? Even Hashem takes away your life, still you have to love him. So based on this Mishnah, the Gemara is going to bring the famous story of Rabbi Akiva. And with all your might, all your strength, what is the power, the might of a person? His money. You have to love Hashem with all your money. So in a simple level, just look at like, like a person has to be willing to give his life al Kiddush Hashem, and the simple understanding, the modern scenario brings uh, a person should let himself to be killed. When it comes to do idolatry, I'm sorry with the rush. Let yourself be killed, but don't transgress. transgress. That is regarding idolatry. So in a in, in sim similar way, a person should be willing to, to lose all his money, not to do idolatry. That is with all your money. But some are not even for idolatry. Even not to transgress one single provision, a person should be willing to lose his money. <coughs> a second explanation, and at the end of all this explanation of the Shema, this is this is the explanation of what the, Ish, what the Mishnah said. A person should say the blessing in every midah, I mean, whatever Hashem does to you, whether it feels good or seems to be bad, every modelo. You have to thank Hashem. The Gemara over here is going to bring the famous Rabbi Kiva, the famous Rabbi Kiva, the Amr Rabbi Kiva, Kol Madeavim Mishamaya Letabu. The famous stories of Rabbi Kiva saying whatever Hashem does to you is always for the good. So, if you want to use also this as a siman, just like Baruch Dayan Emes, the word moided is a gematria 54. So the word moided, because Vav and Dalet is 10, and Mem is 40, 54, you can use as a siman for this page. Dayan Emes, moided lecha. Okay, we ended up this topic, I'm telling you, uh, the Gemara decided to put all the different Mishnayos of different topics everything in a concentrator and only after it's going to be the Gemara because now we're going to a totally different topic and that is how a person should behave in the presence of the Beis Amikdash Lo yakel adam es rosho keneged shar amizrach kalus das it's any type of not proper behavior too much joking and idle chatting and no appropriate behavior the way you are dressed. So if you are in Jerusalem, don't do that sort of behavior. If you are in front of the eastern gate of the Temple Mountain, now Rashi explains this was referring 
in the time of the first base of Mikdash because it was everything one line, every entrance of the entrance of the entrance of the entrance, even until the entrance of the Kodosh Kodoshim, which was the holiest of the holies. In the second base of Mikdash, it was already like a curtains, two curtains, so it wasn't completely kind of in an opening, so to say. But in the first place, I mean, she was kind of an opening. So we know that the Shechina is in the Kodosh Kodoshim. So even if you are outside, but in the same line would be an improper attitude. And whenever you would be entering the Temple Mountain, don't go in with your staff, even with shoes you shouldn't walk in, with a fundazo, and with your belt with, for coins, and with dirty feet. The Gemara is going to explain what the word kapandria means. Don't, don't, don't make a kapandria out of the, of the Temple Mountain. And all the more so, if you are in the Temple Mountain, you shouldn't spit. The Gemara is going to explain the Kalvachomer. What is the, the reasoning behind that? And another Allah regarding the Beis HaMikdash. Kol chosmei brachos shebe mikdash. We saw this in, in uh, Tainis. Uh, when people with end of chasima is the end of the bracha. In the times of the Beis HaMikdash. Ayomrim ad olam. So look in the footnotes as an example. And Rashi brings it. Instead of saying Baruch HaTashem, Chonen Adas. So they will say like this. Um, It's like this. Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokei Yisrael, the God of Israel, Minolam Veadolam, from this world, that was already what they had in the second base of Mikdash, Minolam Veadolam, Baruch Honen Adas. So all that was part of the ending, the Hasima of the Bracha. So initially in the first base of Mikdash, they would say, Ad Olam, your name should be blessed, up until the world. But at the time of Ezra, when he was initiating the second Besa Mikdash, and came the Tzedukim, some, and look in the text, they changed the word of word Tzedukim for Minim, because the Tzedukim, that, that name starts from the word Tzadok. Tzadok was only a few generations after Ezra. But already from the times of Ezra, they were the Minim. So these heretics, the Amru, they would say, Enolam Elaihad. They wouldn't believe in the world to come. So they, even though in the time of the first Vesamigdash, people had the recognition that for sure there's a world to come, and the world to come and this world, are all everything is connected. And it was enough to say that let Hashem's name be blessed, Adolam, until the world, including both. But once people started saying there's only one world, so by the time of the second missionary, Itkinu, they made a takana, Shomrim, Minolam, Beadolam. To make it clear, from this world until the world to come. So, in a similar way, and that's what Rosh explained, every Bracha now had Minolam, Beadolam. If you notice, we say this in Shachris, and we say this also, we say it in Psukha de Zimbra, and we say it in Marif, in the Bracha. Ashkiveinu, no Ashkiveinu, I'm sorry. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom, Milam Biyad Olam. We also add Milam Biyad Olam. And finally, the last halacha of this Mishnah, says the Mishnah, Iskinu, 
שאדם שואל שלום חברוי בשם. To increase peace into the world, they um, instituted that when you greet somebody, you should greet him introducing the name of Hashem. Uh, look in the furnace, they also bring, maybe it was, so people would use more the name of Hashem as opposed to the Avdil idolatry. Shenemar vine Boaz, they bring a proof in Megillah's rules. When Boaz came, mi beis lechem, and he saw his people, workers harvesting, so he told them, Hashem imachem. So he greeted, he greeted them with the name of Hashem. Let Hashem be with you. And they replied to him, Hashem, Hashem should bless you. So we see at the times of Boaz that already he was using the name of Hashem and his workers to greet people. Omer, also we have a proof from a shefet. This was probably before Boaz, I think. Gidon was probably uh, around before Boaz that the angel came to Gidon, the Shafet, and he also greeted him with the name of Hashem. The Gemara is going to explain why did we need two verses. Hashem imcha gibor chayel. Hashem is with you, you powerful warrior. Ve'omer. And then uh, we have a pasuk in Mishlei to take this seriously. Al tabuz kizikna imecha. Don't um, shame if you're a conceptually mother, but this is a reference to the elders of Israel have become old. So also because the word imecha, it can be dashing as the word umosecha, your nation. So don't despise the wisdom of the elders of your nation. And finally, this is a famous pasuk. It's a time to do for Hashem. They have a they have uprooted your Torah. But Rabbi Nassan Darshan's over here, the pasuk the other way around. Eferu Torasecha, they have changed things in the Torah, Mishum Es Lasso Hashem, because it's a, a time to do for Hashem. Meaning to say, when there's a need to do something for Hashem, you can do things that seem to be going against the Torah, to be uprooting the Torah. So this is a basis of why Chachamim instituted to greet somebody using the name of Hashem. It would seem to be a, a disrespe disrespectful, something so holy as the name of Hashem, to just be using it when you greet people. So what the Gemara is asking, for, the mission is asking from this pastor, no, es la social Hashem. This is something we have to do for the sake of Hashem, even though it seems to be a feru to la teja against the Torah to do something like greeting Hashem, using, uh, greeting people using Hashem's name. Like this is the same password that Rabbi Danasi used to decide to start writing the Mishnah. It was forbidden to write the Mishnah. It's Torah Shevel Peh, oral Torah, but it's because of this principle. The Torah was, gonna be, it was getting to be forgotten, so he decided before the drug is forgotten, let's write it down. Nowadays, we don't use the name of Hashem, a, a full name of Hashem, but the word Shalom is one of the names of Hashem. So by, when we greet people saying Shalom Aleichem, it's considered a greeting with the name of Hashem. So it's better to use that than you say, hi, how are you, hola, and so forth. Okay, 
So this was the Mishnah. Let's move on onto the Psukim, into, into the different uh, examples of the Mishnah. Menan, Emilin. So the Gemara is asking, it's a little bit of a difference between Rashi and other Gersaus of the Gemara. What is the Gemara questioning? But what is the source that we have to say a miracle, uh, for a place in which a miracle happened to the Jewish people? Amar Yochanan, the Amakra Rav Yochanan said in, the, in, in, in this verse of Yitro, Blessed be Hashem that saved you and made all these miracles for you. If you look at the Fundus, they have a question, but one second, the mission is speaking about when you see a place that a miracle happened to the Jewish people. And Israel didn't see the place of Kirat Yamsuf, or he didn't see the place of Milchem Samalek. So how can, you, how can this be a support? Because Israel blessed when he heard the miracles, then when you see the place, it's a miracle. So there's many answers. The one that they bring is that when you see the people that the miracle happened to them, it's similar to see the place where the miracle happened. So Israel saw the Jewish people, that the miracle happened, that all the different miracles happened to them, so that's why he said the brach. Now the Gemara is going to make an inference of the Uk. Anisa de Rabbi Mevarchim, Anisa de Yachilam Mevarchim. The Mishnah said, on a miracle that happened to the multitude, you say a, 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 say a bracha. But from what from the Gemara says, so only a miracle happened to the Jewish people? What if you had your own miracle? How does a good song of a shweke? We all have miracles that happen to us, right? So says the Gemara, There was that person that he was uh, w w walking in the side of Yemina, missing the south, or the bank of the Euphrates. And a lion came to attack him. And a miracle happened to him, and he was saved from the lion. Also, like a mother of he went and asked Rabbi, Every time you go back to that place, Blessed is Hashem that made a miracle for me in this place. So you see, you make a bracha over a miracle, even if it's on your own private miracle. And then my brother Ravina, a, a, a second story with uh, sir, the son of Ravina, Abakazil Piska the Arboys, he was going in, in this place. The Tzachan, he became very thirsty. Lemaya, Isabel Lenisa, the Ivrile Aina de Maya, Shemir for him a miracle that a spring of water came out and he was able to drink, he was about to die. The Ishti, the Zimna Chada, and then another time, Abakazil. De Mechuzah. He was going in the marketplace of the city of Mechuzah. And a wild camel was running and he would have just killed him. And miraculously Hashem made a breach in a wall. He was able to enter into the wall and that saved his life. So after those two events, Whenever my brother Ravina kimata le arboys, barich baruch shasali nes ve arboys, abegamal. So whenever he went to the place arbos, that the miracle happened with him with a spring of water, he would say the bracha baruch atoshem shasali nes, and he would mention both events. 
the miracle of the arbos of the water with a gamal. And he also mentioned when he was able in the miracle from the from the camel. And Kimatale Riskesa, and when he would go to the other place, Arbos is with, with the the Riskesa, the Mechuza, to the market of Mechuza, he would say the Bracha, Borgushasalines, Begamal or Bearbos. So he would always mention both miracles. He would first say the one of the place and then the other one. So you see that even for a private miracle, you also say a Bracha. So the Gemara answers, somebody, yeah. With a miracle that happened to the entire Jewish people, every single Jew has to say the bracha. And Isa the Yahid, on a miracle of a private person, only he is obligated to say the bracha. And look in the footnote that some say even his children and even his grandchildren, or even if a miracle happened to your teacher, to your rabbi, you should say the bracha that Hashem made a miracle for him. The Kimora now is going to bring the different miracles that happen, the different places where miracle happens, happen to the Jewish people. Don't abandon. So there's a Brisa that says, so the, Gemara, the Brisa is going to list nine places that miracles happen to the Jewish people throughout history. The place where the Jewish people cross the Red Sea. I'm sorry. Mavros Ayarden, the place where the, uh, when Yeshua brought the Jewish people into the land of Israel, that the Jordan River also stopped for the Jewish people to be able to cross. Now, it, it doesn't help just to see in general the Red Sea or the Jordan River. It has to be the exact place where the miracle happened. Umeavros Nachalei Arnon, also. Uh, the crossing of the uh, cliffs of Arnon. The, the Gemara is going to explain which miracle happened over there. And then Abnei Al-Gavish, the Gemara is going to explain where are these stones called stones of Al-Gavish. Bemorad Beis Horon, in the descents of Beis Horon, also the Gemara is going to explain. Ve'eden Shebikesh Lizrok Oi Gemelech Abashan Al-Israel. Uh, Og, when the Jewish people were entering in the land of Israel, was a giant, and he wanted to throw a huge stone, the commandment is going to explain, to destroy the Jewish people. So if you see that huge stone, you say the bracha. Also, the famous story, when Amalek came to fight against the Jewish people, Moshe Rabbeinu went up onto a hill, and he's out in a stone because he was very tired. So if you see that rock, you will say the bracha. shel lot, and also if you see the pillar of salt that uh, Lot's wife became, you also say a bracha. Mechomas Yerichoi, and if you see the wall of Yericho, shenivla bimkoma, that it was swallowed miraculously under the ground, but you see that part of the wall, and all of them, you have to thank Hashem for the miracles that He made to the Jewish people. But none of these we know where they are. I don't think so. Listen, you know any of these? No. I don't think so. Okay. All the archaeologists are looking and looking and looking. They, they should have already found any of these. I understand 
the miracle crossing the Red Sea, and the Jewish people went inside of the sea and it became dry land. Also, the second one, Mabros Ayarden, where they crossed the Jordan River, the Xiv, Akanim, Nose Aaron, Brisashem, Beharaba, that the people, the Kanim, were ahead of the Jewish people, carrying the Aaron. And then once they went into the Jordan River, it became dry. Besuchayarden, Achen, firmly it became dry land inside of the Jordan River. The Holy Israel Ovrim Baharaba. And like that, uh, the Jewish people started crossing the Jordan River, became dry, until the entire nation ended crossing the entire river, the Jordan River. So those two places, we know the miracle that happened over there. But what about the rest? What is this uh, crossing in the Nahale of Arnon? So it says, This is a pasuk in Parashas Chukas, in uh, the book of Amidbar. And therefore, it should be said, or it's been said in the book of the words of Hashem, So what is these three words? Es, va'av, besufa, etc. So it says, there's a price over here, Tana. Es, in a literal sense, es is uh, um, that, va'av besufa. But the, the, the Bryce says no. Es is the name of a person. There was one guy called Es, and there was one guy called Av, Ev. So it was Es and Vav and Hev. So Es and Ev, Besufa, at the end. The word Besufa is when the word Besof, at the end. So there were Shnei there were two Jewish people that had Tsaras. Because they had Tsaras, they were outside of the camp, which is outside of the clouds of glory. And as the entire Jewish people were marching throughout getting into the land of Israel, these two guys were left outside. When the Jewish people were crossing over there, between Moab and the Emoraim, so let's move on into the next page. The Emoraim came. The Abdi Leon Nekursa. So they made some caves over there into the mountains. Betashubahen. And they were ready over there to ambush the Jewish people. Viambri. And they would send. They went into the caves. Kihalf Israel. Aha when the Jewish people are going to, because there were two very high mountains in both sides of a valley. So in the bottom, the Jewish people were supposed to be marching, and they, they were high up over there. They, they were hiding in caves inside of the, of the wall of the mountain. And they thought, when the Jewish people are going to march in the bottom over there, with this, in the valley, in the opening of these two uh, cliffs, we're going to throw on them Naktilan, um, we're going to kill them. We're going to throw to them uh, uh, arrows and uh, boulders, and we're going to kill them. 
Now, this Emoraim, they made a mistake. Lobo Yado de Haron, Ava Masgi Kamayo, that there was the Aaron, where not the Aaron Akoidesh of the Mishkan, there was another Aaron where, according to some opinions, the Shivre Luchos were there. The first broken Luchos were there. Actually, this explanation is a little bit different from other opinions. According to other Gemoras, the broken tablets were also in the main Aaron. According to this Gemora, they were in a se separate Aaron that was marching ahead of the camp, three days. The Ava Mamichleu Turi, Mikamayu. And this Aaron would flatten any, any high hill or anything. So when the Jewish people would arrive, everything was flat. Now, look in the footnotes, according to some opinions, it wasn't, not, not in this Gemara, in different Midrash, it was the Ananea Kavod that they wanted to flatten the, 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 the way. So these guys, the Emoraim, didn't know. Kevan de Ase Aaron, Advekuturi Veadi Adedi. So when the Aaron reached over there, the two mountains, one in front of the other, got together. They crashed and they, they flattened the surface. The Katlinun, and they killed all the Emoraim that were hiding over there. They became like puree, they were crushed and kill them. So the blood of these guys, they went, has it dripped? Just went down to the river of Arnon. So when these two guys, so the Mahane Israel crossed and they had no clue what happened. They just kept on walking. But then these two guys ate and have, they were walking behind them when they pass over there, Hazudama de Kanafik Mivene Turi. They saw how all the blood was dripping from the mountain. So they understood the huge miracle that Hashem made for the Jewish people. Israel, they went and they told the rest of the nation what had happened. Shira. And then the Jewish people sang Shira. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk, Veshed Anechalim, Asher Nata, Leshevet Ad, Benishan Legbul Moyav. So let me just translate it over here. And an outputting of the canyons when it averred to dwell at Ar and leaned against the border of Moyav. So that is when these two cliffs collapse one against the other. So that's the way the Bryce explains. If you see that particular place, then you would say the miracle. Shazanes Lavasen of Malcolm Maze. Okay, next one, the fourth example, Avnei Algavish, the stones of Algavish. The Gemara's May Avnei Algavish. What is this stones of Algavish? Tana says the Bryce, Avanim Shamdu Al Gavish. <laughs> that is Al Gavish. Stones that stood on top of a person. That is, the Gemara is going to, the Bryce is going to spend just now, gonna, that was Moshe Rabbeinu. And then Viyardu again Al Gavish. And they also came down on top of another person. And Al Gavish, the Moshe. That they stood on top of the person is Moshe. Why Ish is Moshe? Moshe and So the word Ish, a person, in the Pasuk is a reference to Moshe Rabbeinu. 
So these stones stood on top of Moshe Rabbeinu. When? So in the seventh plague, it was a heavy hail coming down in Egypt. So when Paro said, okay, please stop it. So Moshe Rabbeinu died into Hashem. So Hashem stopped the thunders and the hail and the rain didn't come down anymore. So it doesn't say that it disappeared. It only says it didn't, st- it didn't come down. So they stood miraculously the hell in the midst of the air floating. So the hell of the seventh plague stopped Al-Gavish on top of the one person, which is Moshe Rabbeinu. Then, what Hashem did with those heavy stones of hell, Yardu Al-Gavish, they fell down on top of the person this is Yeshua. Dichsiv, ze Yeshua dichsiv, kach lecha es Yeshua, benun ish, asher ruach boi. So when Hashem uh, told Moshe Rabbeinu, the Yeshua is going to be the following leader after he dies, the Torah calls him ish, a person, that the spirit of Hashem is in him. So also the reference of the name ish, of the word ish, a person. So then, then this is the second Al-Gav ish, bechsiv, vayi benosim ipnei ipnei Israel. These were five kings that waged a war against the Gibonim. And when Yeshua went to defend the Gibonim, then the Jewish people went to fight against these five kings. And then they started killing them. And they were running away. Once they were defeated, they were running from the Jewish people. And Bemorad Beis Choron, at the descent down, downhill of the place called Beis Choron, and Hashem sent to them, to these five kings and the, the, all the uh, soldiers of the five kings, these huge stones that they were the same ones that stopped in the seventh plague. So and now they came down against those five kings, no, the, the, the nations of those five kings. So this is Al-Gavish and Al-Gavish. Now, the interesting thing is the word Al-Gavish, it does appear in the Tanakh. Where? Look in the Funos in Yeheskel. In the prophecy of Gog and Magog. So it says, at the times of Mashiach, when Gog and Magog comes to fight against the uh, Mashiach and the Jewish people, Hashem is going to send these sons of Al-Gavish to destroy Gog and his armies. But the Gemara wanted to know over here in this Brisa why was also used as a reference of a miracle that happened in the past if the word Al-Gamish is only used regarding the future. Okay, now the fifth one. What is this huge stone that Og wanted to throw to kill the Jewish people? Says the Gemara, Gemara Gemirila. We don't have any sources in the Tanakh. It's an oral tradition. Gemara, Gemirila. It's been transmitted orally. Amarab, Gemirila, Omar. So this is what Og said. Machan Israel, Kamahabi. How big is the size of the camp of the Jewish people? Tlate Parsi. Three square parsaot, which is 12 kilometers. 
So 12 kilometers by 12 kilometers. Yizil, Yakertura bar Tlate Parsi. Let me uproot a mountain this size, three parsaot, 12 kilometers. Ve'ishti alayu. Ve'aktalineu. And I'm going to throw it on top of them. I'm going to just kill them. Azal, he went. Akartura bar Tlate Parsi. He uprooted such a mountain of the size of three parsaos. Now, look in the footnotes that many, many Mephoshim said this is not literal. At the end, I'm going to try to say brief. They bring the name of the Rashba, a little the meanings of these three parsaos. Because obviously, he, who could uproot a mountain 12 kilometers wide and 12 kilometers uh, the other direction? You call it wide and long. long. Okay, the Aisi al he uprooted a mountain that size and he put it on top of his head. The Aisi Kuchabrihu, Hashem, the Aisi. And so Hashem, what did he do? Ale Kamsi. Hashem sent Kamsi either means ants or locusts over there to that mountain. He was schlepping it on his head. Then Akwa. So these ants or these locusts made a hole into that mountain that was on top of his head, and it fell down, down into his neck. So, oh, wanting to remove it uh, again up of his head. So, Hashem made miraculously grow his teeth from one side and from the other side. And therefore, his teeth were blocking, came down his upper teeth, and, uh, and, he, and he wasn't able to remove it from his neck. Okay? And this is the, the Pasuk in Tilim. Hashem, you broke the teeth of the evildoers. Rabbi Shimon makes a trash of this pasuk. What is the meaning that the teeth of the evildoers you broke? Don't read it as you broke, rather you make them extend, become long. So by doing that, he couldn't take out the mantle out of his neck. So then, Moshe came, how tall was Moshe Rabbeinu? So Rashi brings and the Mephoshim by him being able to erect the Mishkan, that the Mishkan was 10 amos tall, the Gemara learns Moshe was 10 amos tall, which is six, six meter tall. Quite a tall guy, huh? So then, Shakil Narga bar Eser Amin, then he took an axe that was also 10 amos tall, uh, which means another six meter, the Shavar, and then he jumped Asaramin, another 10 amos, again a total of 30 amos between his, how tall he was, the size of the axe, and how much he jumped. Umahi Karsule, and he was able to hit. Maybe they, they got the famous <coughs> Achilles <coughs> heel. Maybe he, he got it from here. It wasn't Achilles, it was Og. He was able to hit Og in his heel, the Katle, and he killed him. So if you see that huge stone, that he wanted to use to throw to the Jewish people, you say the bracha. Look in the footnote 17. 
So Bikitzur, in summary, they bring over there, in the name of the Rashba, but others being different, Perushim, the three parts south of the mountain, the mountain are the Abos. So, uh, Og, the Jewish people needed the Shus Abos to protect them. So Og wanted to uproot the Shus Abos. This is the mountain, the huge mountain of three parts south is Shus Abos, the merit of the Avot. So he wanted to uproot it. Why? Because he had a merit that he is the one that went to tell Abraham Avinu that Sarimenu had been in, that that the Lot had been kidnapped because he wanted to marry Sarimenu. Nevertheless, nevertheless, like he thought, Og, if Abraham goes to rescue Lot, he's going to be killed. I'm going to marry Sarah. So that's who's that he told Abraham about Lot being kidnapped was a bigger who's, and that would be enough to counteract the merit of the Avos, the big mountain. But Hashem sent Kamtsi, sent locusts. So what is that, the Tfilas? Because the locusts, the power is in the mouth. So the Tfilas of Moshe Rabbeinu and the Tfilas of the Jewish people were the locusts that made a hole into the mountain and he got uh, trapped and he couldn't use it. And then the Shus of Moshe Rabbeinu is the Ten Amos, and the schus of the Jewish people is the axe of ten amos, and uh, the jump of, of um, ten amos is the schus of the avos, and between the three of things, they were able to kill Og. So just to give us a little bit of an insight of how to go beyond the shot of the story. Okay. What is the stone that Moshe Rabbeinu sat on there? When Moshe Rabbeinu went up onto the hill to die for the Jewish people against Amalek, he became, his hands became tired. So um, Aaron and Hur took a stone and he, they placed it under Moshe Rabbeinu for him to be able to sit down on that stone in that war. Okay, what is the story with the wife of Lot? The, the angels told them, you're not permitted to look behind. And she turned to looking behind and she became a pillar of salt. The home of Yericho, and the final one, the wall of Yericho that was swallowed, and the wall fell under it. Okay, the eight, they understand where a miracle, you say the bracha, shasa nisim. Ela isho shelot, but the, 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 the wife of Lot, it wasn't a miracle. Puranusa is a punishment. You say miracle, that's a punishment. So says the Gemara, you're right. So if you see the pillar of the wife of Lot, you say two brachas. Regarding her, you say Baruch Dayanaemes. That is a, a truth judge because that was punishment. Ve'aoda. Ah, okay, so that's what you have to say. Says the Gemara, hold on. Ve'aoda ve'shevach kesani. The, the Bryce said, you don't say the bracha of the Ayanaim, you say the bracha of recognition and thanks and praise. No, you're right, this is what I meant. You say two blessings. As we said, the true judge regarding the punishment that she became a pillar of salt. The Lord, but her husband got saved. The nephew of Avram Avinu, Amer Baruch Zocheres Hatzadikim. Rashem, on the schus of Avram Avinu, 
he saved his nephew Lot. So Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Zoichid is a tzaddikim. You remember the righteous. Omar Rabbi Yochanan and a corollary on this. Afilu b'shas kaso shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Even at the time of the anger of Hashem, so to say, Zoichid is a tzaddikim. Hashem remembers the righteous. Yelimar vayiv v'shaches elokim esare akikar. When Hashem was destroying the plains of uh, Sodom. Hashem remembered the and Hashem rescued Lot from the upheaval and saved him. Now the Gemara wants to clarify the last one about the wall of Yericho. And Homas Yericho says the Braisa and the wall of Yericho that was swallowed. Says the Gemara Yericho Nivala, it was swallowed, they nafla. It didn't, go, it didn't go swallowed on the ground, it fell down. And when everybody was marching, remember the seventh day for seven times, the wall. And then when they heard the Kola Shofar, that they were Kianim at the head of the marching, and they started blowing the Shofar, and then the entire Jewish people started shouting a big scream. And it says that the wall fell down where it was. So it wasn't swallow, it fell down. So the Gemara answers, no. No, this wall was square, was as tall and as wide in the same amount. So if it, it couldn't just fall down, because if you have this, it falls down, it doesn't help. It's still blocking. So Hashem had to make a miracle that it was also swallowed. Okay? Mishu Machi, Ivala Blui. It needed to be swallowed under the ground. I'm a Revida, I'm a Rav. Okay. And the proof for that, because the Pasuk says that the, it says, Vatipola Choma Tachtea. And it fell under it. So you see from the word Tachtea, two things happened. It fell down, but it was swallowed. Okay, we ended up this brisa. Now we're going to move on to the topic, just in, for 30 seconds. That says, I'm a Yude, I'm a Rav, and the Rav, Leodos. Four people need to thank Hashem. Okay? Exactly. We're going to see this is Birkas Agoimel. You're the Ayam. People that went in the sea, were traveling in the sea, and they were able to go out there safely. And this includes everybody traveling, all chemidvaroys, people crossing a wilderness, also a situation of danger, and we're able to go out of there safely. Somebody was very sick and got cured. And he was in prison like your friend in China, and he was able to come free. He has to say, a goimel. Now, where is, uh, this is what I wanted you to hear. Where is the remes, a uh, uh, hint of three, four people, these four people have to bench? Maybe you know it. Vecholachayim yoduch hasela. At the end of the Brach of Moedim, we say, Vecholachayim yoduch hasela. And all the chayim, literally means all the people that are alive, have to, yoduch have to, Acknowledge you and praise to you eternally. So the word Chaim is the four letters of these four people. How? 
Very good. Yeah. Yes. Isurim. Isurim is the choile, is sufferings, and mem midbaros. Okay. Now, how do we know this? The Gemara is going to bring the Psalm 107. So I won't record all the verses they bring in the footnotes of this Psalm, but let's try to go over the ones that the Gemara is going to bring as a reference for these four people that need to thank Hashem. Okay? So let's go with the first one. It says like this. Jorde Ayam Minalan, people that uh, see fairers, they must give thanks because it's written, Jorde Ayam, those who go down the sea in ships, etc. Hema Hashem, they have seen the deeds of Hashem, Veomer, and it says further, Veyamed Ruach Seara, and he raised a stormy wind. They rise heavenward, they descend to the depths, the Omer, and it says further, they reel, they stagger like a drunkard, the Omer, and it says further, they then they cried out to Hashem in their distress, and he would take them out from their straight. The Omer, and it continues over there the verse, he would halt the storm to restore calmness. The Omer, and it states further, the Ishtoku, and they, the seafarers, rejoice because. The waves were quiet, and he says further, This is the Pasuk. Let, him, let them give thanks to Hashem for his kindness and his wonders to the children of man. So we see that people that went to the sea and came out safely, they have to say a bracha of moidim. Okay. Then where do we find regarding people traveling through the wilderness? from where it's known to us that those who through, go through the wilderness must give thanks. The wanderer in the wilderness, in the desolation of the path, they found an inhabited city, then they cried out to Hashem, and he led them upon a straight path, let them give thanks to Hashem for his kindness. The third one from where we know those that one who became ill and recovered must give thanks in the same psalm. Fools, because of the sinful path and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. This, if you, if you say the, in, in Yom Erev Yom Kippurim, the psalm this psalm we say before the kaparos. Their soul aboard all food, etc. Then they cried out to Hashem in their distress, etc. 
he would dispatch his word and cure them, etc. Let them give thanks to Hashem for his kindness. This is the third group. And finally, from whether we know that one who is incarcerated in prison and came out must also give thanks to him. In the same psalm, those who sat in darkness and the shadow of death, because they rebelled against the word of Hashem, and he said further, so he humbled their heart with hard labor, and he said further, and they cried out Hashem in their distress, and he says further, he would take them out of darkness and he uh, and the shadow of death, the Omer, and finally says, let me give thanks to Hashem for his kindness. So we see that these four types of people, based on this psukim, have to thank Hashem. So now the Gemara is going to question, what is the blessing that you say? Amar Baruch so here in the Gemara only says four words, Baruch, Gomel, Chosadim, and Tobim. But we all know when you bench a Gomel, it's a much, look in the footnotes, a much of a longer bracha. A Gomel, Chayabim, Toivois. That to the one that uh, acted in a good way, Lechayabim, Toivois. People that know Hebrew make a mistake because they know, no, masculine is Toivim. We're not talking about the people, we're talking about the things that should have happened. So the th things that should happen is bad things, but we don't want to say bad things should happen to me. So we change the wording to make it sound nice. Lechayavim, people that were liable for bad things, but we say thing th people that were liable for good things. So Toivos is going on the happenings, not on the people, and that's why it's in feminine. Shegemalani kol Toiv, that Hashem, instead of, of punishing me, because in situations of danger, these four people were placed in situations of danger, things, bad things should happen to them, and instead of, uh, of that, Hashem bestowed them good things happening to them. And the people listening should, uh, after they say amen, they should say, uh, the one that causes good, th cause good things to happen to you could always, could only cause good things to happen to you. That is the bracha. Okay. Abaye Amar, but listen, many people don't know this Allah. Only when you learn now either Shuhanarah or the Gemora, look at the Allah. Amar Abaye, but Sarech Luduye, Kameh Asara. Look in the in the Psalms we just read that this has to be recited with a minion. Nirsir, Veromemu, Bekal Am. Over there in the Pasuk, and should praise Hashem with a Kal. Keila is always ten. Mazut Ramar Vetremi Nayu Rabanan. And it's not enough only with the Minyan, but it also in the Pasuk implies there have to be two of them have to be Chochomim. So have to be, when you say a Gomel in the Shul on Shabbos or during the week, there has to be a Minyan and two Rabbis. So don't complain why I have so many Rabbis at Teshpilanara. Shenemar Uvemoshav Zkenim Yalelu. And in the dwelling of Zkenim, elders, which always a reference to scholars, uh, you should praise Hashem. So Maskil Arvashi Veima Kuluravanan. So Ravashi says, based on that verse, <coughs> it shouldn't be only two, 
it says, Bekar should be 10, the minion, the entire 10 should be Torah scholars. So he said back, mix it, Bekalskenim. No, the word Kal says Kal Am, not Kalskenim. Skenim is only two. So he says, Ve'ema Biasara Shiar Ama Rabanan. Okay, so let it be 10 Am, which is 10 normal people, plus two Chochamim. So it's not enough to have a mini, you have to have 12 people present when you say Agomel, 10 normal people and two rabbis. Kasha, says, okay, it's, it's a Kasha, it's a Allah it's not like Cuba. Many people hold, some people hold Bidevi without a mini, it's okay. But uh, some people say, say it with a minion, but if you don't have two rabbanan, it's nishke ferlach. Okay, uh, a story. Rabbi Yudah Chalash Rabbi Yudah became ill, and then, no, ill, no, without the H. Ill, and then he became cured. Ali Gabay, they went to visit him. Ravchana Bagdesoy, Ravchana Bagdad, Berobanan with the sages. Amrile, Barich Rahmana, they made a full bracha. Baruch Hashem, the Yaivach Leilan, that he restored you to us. And he didn't brought you to the dust. You didn't die. But they say, Mamisha, full bracha. Amaleu. So when Abiyuda heard they said such a bracha, he told them, Patrasun, you see, Milio duye. Oh, you already yoitzi me from a goimel. You bench instead of me the goimel. Says the Gemara, Amarabaye voye iduye beapiyosora. But Rabbi said, You need an Aminian. So the Gemara, the Abu Biyasara, yeah, in that story, the Gemara doesn't tell you, but there were 10 people all together. So the Gemara, the Ayu, Loke, Moide, but he, he, he didn't say it, they, they said it, not him. So the Gemara, Lot Sarich, Diani Batayo, Amen. So when he said Amen, we have a principle saying Amen, it's like if you said a bracha, so it's considered if he said a bracha. Just to end up with one more thing, Amar Abiyude, Ser Abiyude. Ah, eh, I just remember one thing. This Arbat Shechim Lodos, four people need to thank, is the siman of Nundalet. Fifty-four. Who knows four? Four need to thank. Okay? Now we're going to go into many things. I'm going to say just one, and then the next page for tomorrow, Liner, without the shame, is going to be more things about the number three. Three people need to be uh, watched with another person, cannot be left alone. So from here we learn that the shoimer, when somebody's getting married, he needs a shoimer. A sick person and a chosom and a kala. So they're going to be protected from the mazikim, from the demons. So look in the footnotes. Demons attack either people in situations of danger, also people attack, uh, demons attack people that are jealous of them. So, Chosam Bekala, they are special people, the demons are a little bit jealous of them. Bemani Satana, this is a Yuda, there's three, but in the Bible say other type of people. Choyle, somebody that will, him, also says somebody is ill. Chaya, a lady in childbirth, there's also a dangerous situation. Chosam Bekala, we mentioned. Yeshomrim Ab Evel, somebody in morning, in seven days of the Shiva, shouldn't be left alone, even by night, shouldn't be sleeping alone. And there are those also who are Torah scholars, also because they are so special, 
that the shedding would like to attack them.